Xavier, I'd be rich if I had a dollar every time I heard someone say, man, I wish I knew 20 years ago what I know today about money. They need to be teaching about this stuff in school. Like the power of investing early. Compound interest. That alone would impact lives. Understanding and planning for taxes. Understanding the difference between both good debt and bad debt. Eric, what about all the stuff about money that business owners need to know? What kind of insurance should you be buying? The importance of contributing towards your retirement. They don't teach any of this stuff in school. Y'all sit back, get ready, because we are talking stuff about money they didn't teach you in school that you need to know. Welcome back to the Stuff About Money podcast. I am Eric Garcia, certified financial planner and financial advisor. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Xavier Angel, certified financial planner. Xavier, what's happening, man? Hey, Eric, I'm doing good. Say that one more time. Certified financial planner. Joined by my reference to me. I'm Eric Garcia, certified financial planner. (laughs) I'm joined by Xavier Angel, certified financial planner. This this is the first time, the first podcast we've done where we can actually say certified financial planner. So no, I'm, I'm excited one. about I think, it. Was it? I think the last okay. one. We didn't talk about the last one. I I, I don't think so. So whatever. Man. But look, I'm excited. I can finally put those uh, designation behind my name. That's just like the stamp of approval because you are already you are already incredibly qualified. So we're, we're just we're just making making it official. Look, we normally we normally record, and there's usually a, a kind of a a little while before we actually publish our episodes, but today we're recording. Today is Wednesday, the twenty sixth. This public will be published next week, so it gives us a little bit of an opportunity to talk a little bit more about what's happening currently in the stock market. So I want to start off this show talking about that, and then we're going to get into our topic, which for me, I think it's probably the most powerful phenomenon in personal finance. But stock market—it's kind of been a rocky start. It it has it you know I've I've been getting phone calls from clients um, constantly asking what's going on what does this mean yeah. for me um, this is and, nervous and think, Pe- people makes people nervous right it it absolutely does and I think today's conversation is one of those conversations as you mentioned before it's exciting because these are some of the things that uh, that that investing's about it's one of the tools in that toolbox uh, compound don't give it away interest. yet don't give it oh, away yet oh I'm man sorry. come on don't give it away well, yeah as I'm we're excited. recording the market just opened. You're excited. You should be excited, man. This is this is kind of I geek out. I nerd out about this stuff. As we're recording, the market's up about 1.4 percent, but the market's been down. Now, here's the thing: this is not abnormal. We really the past the past few years have been abnormal markets. You know, we've had these markets that have just consistently gone gone up. We've had very very few drawbacks. So a drawback is when the market is going to, when it drops. Right, it goes from from its right. peak to its trough. Those, those drops, typically, I mean, it's not uncommon to have a ten percent drop or what we call a correction in the stock market um, every every year or so. Certainly, five percent drawbacks, yeah. but we're having one of those right now, and it's scary and it's unfamiliar. We forgot what it feels like, and that's where we are. But and and Eric, does do these drawbacks, the, these these drawbacks, pullbacks, do they happen on a regular basis? Is yeah. it once in a blue moon that they happen? No. This is this is common. It's typical to have a drawback of ten percent a year in a market. Uh, we, we've experienced that in, in some of the big indexes. Five uh, percent drawbacks. That's that's common to have a couple of those um, throughout the year. To have a twenty percent drawback. That's even common. Not as common. Not to have it every year. 
but certainly every few, every you know, four, five, six, six years or so, I think on average, somewhere around there, is we've seen these a twenty percent drop uh, drawback, which would be considered a bear market. But here's the thing: I always say this: the stock market's going to reward those who stay invested, right? A lot of a- our absolutely. clients, a lot of our listeners, they're they're accumulators, right? They have time. They have a lot of time in front of them to save and to build and to invest. And time on their side is powerful. Powerful, powerful. And um, being accumulators and being people who are adding to their investments, uh, something like this, this is an opportunity for for a lot of our clients and for a lot of our listeners. So the stock market rewards those who stay invested, rewards those who stick to their plan. All right, so on that note, accumulators, time, we're talking today about the one of the most powerful phenomenons in personal finance. You get what? What is it, Xavier? Compound interest. Compound I, interest. I love now, it. don't run for the doors. This is exciting. Trust me. This is super exciting. I want to ask you a question. All of our listeners, I want to ask you all a question and think about the answer to this. All right. Would you rather have a penny that doubles each day for a month, or one million dollars today? So. A penny that doubles every day for a month. So a penny today, two pennies tomorrow, four pennies on the third day, eight pennies on the fourth day, 16 pennies on the fifth day, and so on and so forth, or a million dollars today. Xavier, what would you rather? I'd rather that penny a day. And and I know most of our listeners, some of our listeners would probably come in and say, give me a million dollars rather than that penny a day. Um, right. Okay. You know, okay. You hesitated. You ha- I would expect a yeah. certified financial planner to answer quicker <laughs> than, than to, you know, to hesitate on a question like that. All right. So, I, I, go ahead. I'm not going to tell you the right answer. You could have answered wrong. Okay. Let me let me tell you a story. We do story time. Story time. There's an ancient Indian tale, right? And the king was known for his chess chess skills, his chess player. And there was a, a a sage that was walking that was walking through the land, and the king challenged him to a chess game. So the uh, the king had never been beaten before and the sage agreed to uh, a chess game under one condition. If he wins, all he asks, very humble, all he asks is that the king would give him one grain of rice doubled per square on the chessboard. So there's 64 squares on the chessboard. So on the first square, one grain, the second square, two grains, the third square, four grains, all the way to the 64th grain. The king, taking this guy for a fool, accepted his challenge, played the chess game. King lost and quickly realized that there was no way he could fulfill the promise that he made to the sage. I think by the time they got to the 64th square, it was like something like nine quintillion grains of rice, some ridiculous number. I don't even know how many. That's a lot of zeros. That's a lot. Right? So back to our penny story. You answered right. Listeners, did y'all answer right? What did y'all pick? A million dollars, the, the 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 allure of a million dollars today, or a penny a day doubled for 30 days. One of my favorite proverbs, it's 1311. It says this, money made hastily dwindles, but he who gathers little by little, um, oh my goodness, I just dropped like, he who gathers little by little keeps it. So money made hastily dwindles, he who gra- gathers little by little keeps it. And that's what compound interest is. It's gathering money little by little. Now, let me, since we're in school here, let me define two types of interest really quick, all right? There's simple interest. You know what that is, right? Certified financial planner. Simple, simple interest, correct. You're earning money off of the money that you initially put in. 
just off the initial principle, that's right. And there's compound interest. So simple interest says this, if I start with $10,000, okay, and I'm earning, let's say 10% on that $10,000, simple interest says I earn $1,000 this year, and then the following year, in the second year, I'm earning 10% on that initial investment, so I'll end my account with 12,000, mm -hmm. right? And then the third year, 10% off the original investment, so I have 13,000. Compound interest says this, it says that I am not earning interest only on my original principal, but now I'm earning interest on my interest. So Eric, in that second year, I'm earning that 10% off of that 1100 and not the 1000 no, no. so, so, so let's think of simple interest on one hand, compound interest on the other hand. So year one, 10% on 10,000, both accounts end with $11,000. Year two, this is where it starts to change. Year two, simple interest says I'm gonna earn 10% on my original investment. So I end the year with 12,000, right? 10% of- I like it. Uh, Compound interest says, no, no, you're earning interest not only on the original 10, but you're earning interest on the $1,000 interest that you earned in the first year. So my account now ends with 12100 Third, and let's jump ahead to the fifth year, right? Simple interest, I'm earning 10% on my original amount. So I end at the fifth year with 15000 And my other account where I'm earning compound interest, I end with $16,105. Okay, you're $1,100. What's, what's so powerful about that, Eric? Why are you so excited about that? Well, let's fast forward 30 years, okay? In my simple interest account, I have $40,000. That's cool, right? $40,000. Do you want to take a guess how much I have in my compounding interest account? Well over 125,000. $174,000. $174,000. This is check this out. This is what um this is what Warren Buffett let's see if I can find here. It's what Warren Buffett that, said about And this is why I get excited about compound interest. Oh, I'm I'm stoked, man. I'm I, I'm, I'm making money. Actually, this is Ben Franklin, not Warren Buffett. Ben Franklin said compounding interest is money Money makes money and the money that makes, I'm sorry, money makes money and the money that money makes, makes money. I'm going to say that again. Money makes money. That's my interest. And the money that makes money, makes money. Hmm. So, and, and because I'm excited about it, Eric, I'm, I'm going to go back and-, and You don't and, sound excited, man. No I, no, I am excited because look, I'm going to go back to that example that you talked about with the sage and the, and the king. Okay. Okay, okay. Doubling that penny on each one of those for 30 days. At the end of the 30 days, I've got over 500, what is it, 500 million pennies? Some crazy number, huge. $500 million huge. over 30 days. We, in our, I don't know if it's our, I don't know if it's a, our generation or what. Probably not. I think this is a human thing. We struggle with delaying gratification. And mm -hmm. compound interest is one of those things that it takes time to do its magic. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. And we, we just want everything now, right? It's like that proverb, he who builds right. he who builds wealth hastily loses it, right? We know anecdotally all the stories of professional athletes or lottery winners who they come into a lot of money, then what happens, what do they say, three three to five years later? They're in broke bankruptcy. Um, so compounding interest is is the so, way that we build wealth over time. And that's, yes, I, I think that is one of the most important things. That's one of the most important things that I believe they should be teaching us in school. They did not teach me that. Oh, 100%. Well, you know what? I was in, 
I went to Tulane's business school and I'm not gonna lie, they taught me this. They taught me this. They taught me about compound. I took an investment class. I had some phenomenal professors. I I I worked in a work study program that that teaches investing. So this is this is not something that they didn't teach me. However, however, I didn't I didn't put it to work for me. I I didn't go to business school. Mm-hmm. So coming through physics and engineering, these are things that they did not teach us when I was at school. Well, and I was at Loyola Chicago. Let's let's talk about physics for a second. Loyola of Chicago. That's a. I mean, they don't teach they don't teach physics people about money. I, I didn't learn anything about mi- uh, money in my in my engineering nor physics classes. So, in physics, math, engineering didn't teach That's us. Too bad. Look at you now, certified financial planner. I, I know. Look at Who you. Who would have thought? Who would have uh, thought? Hmm. All right. Speaking of physics, Albert Einstein, right? Smart guy, they say. So apparently, he's like attributed with all these smart sayings, but. Um, I think it's, I don't, I don't think he actually said all these things, but this one is attributed to him about compound interest. You know what he said about it? Share it with us. All right. You ready? You ready? I'm ready. This is Albert Einstein, physics guy, right? Smart guy. Compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands it earns it. He who doesn't pays it. So he says, he Powerful. who... He who let's 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 break this down. He who understands it earns it. He who doesn't pays it. So we talked about the power of earning it, right? Mm-hmm. We saw the example of of the grains of rice on the chessboard, the penny doubling every day. We saw our, our, our simple example of ten thousand dollars earning compound interest over over um, over thirty years. But the end part of this quote, he says, "He who doesn't pays it." How do you pay compound interest? How do you pay compound interest? We talked about this on one of our previous shows. Debt. Yeah, I don't. Right? So you have a credit card. Credit card debt. Credit card loan of like what? Let's say you have debt, credit card debt of $10,000 and you have a, I don't know, $100, um, let's say $100 minimum payment. But your interest rate is 20%. So on $10,000, you're paying about uh, $2,000 a year in interest. But your minimum payment is only twelve hundred dollars. So what's happening is that original that original amount is growing, is growing, and you're paying, and you're paying, and you're paying. And that you know, and 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 that's a good point. Um, you know, we most people are going to come in and pay those minimum payments on those credit cards. You know, we use those credit cards on a regular basis. We're we're paying the minimums, the twenty five, the fifty, the hundred dollars, and that debt just continues to grow and grow and grow, and eventually it balloons. Yeah, you know, I remember early on in um, early, 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 the early days of my career, I kind of put together this like little things about money that I wanted to teach my clients. And one of the things that um, that I put in there was talking about the rule of seventy-two. I mean, they teach us this like in like finance one hundred and one. You remember the rule of seventy-two? I do. That? I do. Okay, uh, you, you, take the interest, you divide it by seventy-two, and that's how many years it's going to take to double that money. Yeah, so whatever interest or return you can get on your money divided into 72. So if you earned 1% on your money, your money will double in how many years, Xavier? 1% into 72. <laughs> 72, 72 years. years. 72 years. We have calc- we have calculators for this stuff, people. Sorry, if I earn <laughs> 7.2% on my money, a little bit more return or quite a bit more return, my money will double in. Then 10 years. I made math easy for you. 10 years. You did. That's right. If I can earn... 72% of my money, my money will double in one year. One year, right? So 
The more return I can get on my money, the faster it's gonna double. But the point is this. If I have, let's say I have a 30-year retirement ahead of me, or, or, or 20, let's say a 20 to 30, let's say a 30-year runway before I decide I need to start spending my investment dollars. And I can earn 10% of my money. I got 30 years for compounding interest to do its magic. And those right? are some big numbers, Eric. I get excited about those numbers. Can, you can't you tell? I'm, I'm excited. All right, all right, all right. You're going to get excited about this. You want to you know what Warren Buffett, richest man in Omaha for sure, one of the richest men in the world for sure. You know what he said? What you know you Warren say? Buffett, right? You know Warren I, Buffett. I knew huh? Warren, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You know, I've got a friend who actually went to one of Warren Buffett's, um, they do this, like this, this conference and like, it's just like the, the, the really, really, really smart, rich people all in a room and they just share ideas. Went to one of his conferences. Anyway, there's a, there's a story behind that. That's for another, it's for another show. So this is what Warren Buffett said about compound interest. He said, my wealth has come from a combination of living in America, some lucky genes and compound interest. So powerful. It works for well. so it, it, works. it worked for him. It should work for everyone. Heck yeah. I should heck yeah, but it takes it takes discipline. Okay. It takes discipline. So we've established the power of compound interest. I, I to me it to me it is one of the most powerful phenomenons in in the investing world. It's it's a, it's like your secret weapon to building wealth if you truly understand it. Especially though those of you who are young, when I say young, like you know, under 30. You, you should be taking full advantage of... That doesn't mean you have to have like a big lump sum of money and dropping it in the investment, in, so into Eric, an investment account. For, for, those, for those who are under that 30 years or, or even 45 years old and, and getting started later, if, if I'm mm -hmm. hearing you correctly, what you're telling me is I don't need a large sum of money to start as long as I start today. Because the compound interest is going to continue to grow. Three things. Three things you need to do. Okay. This is it. Lean in. Lean in here, people. Get your pen out. I'll give you a second. All right. Three things that you need to do. Number one, you're right. Doesn't matter how old you are. You could be 25, 30. You could be 45. And if you're 50 listening to this or 60 and you're still working, earning an income, this applies to you as well. Start investing now. Today. Today. Not tomorrow. Okay? Compounding is a function of time and return. And time... Time is a diminishing resource. Never get it back. So the sooner you start, the sooner you start, the better off you're going to be. How many times have you heard someone say, gosh, I, just, I wish I would have started saving earlier? All the time. I, I used to say it all the time. You say, I say it. I, I say it to myself. Like, gosh, I wish I, I, wish I wouldn't have spent, I wish I wouldn't have uh, bought a, I wish I would have waited till I built my house. I wish I'd have waited at least two or three or four more years. I wish I wouldn't have done this, or I wish I wouldn't have done that. Um, but hey, what? You know, it is what it is. Start investing now, today. Number two, invest regularly. You don't have to start with a lump sum of money, but if you're investing regularly, putting money into an account that's earning interest on a consistent basis, that's a really good way to get started. You kind of work comes that... That, that comes with building that plan so that you stay on that plan and follow it and continue to do it, whether it's monthly, quarterly, whatever it is. Well, I think people think like, oh, what's, 
if all I can do is like a hundred bucks a month right now, because I'm trying to get out of debt, I'm trying to save for my kids' college, whatever it is, I only have a hundred bucks a month, and what really is that gonna do for me? Well, I tell you what, when you run a future value of money calculator on a $100 a month investment into an account that's gonna earn you 10%, and you realize that um, you're gonna have a crap ton of money in the future by a small amount, I think it motivates you. It get, paints that picture for you. That's why I think the plan is so important. Mm-hmm. And then here, inevitably, here's what's going to happen. You start investing. This, this, is, this is what happens for me. I start investing, start investing a small amount. You start to see growth and you're like, oh, this is cool. What happens if I invest more? So then you start actively looking for opportunities to save money, to spend less so you can invest more. And then you start thinking like, oh my gosh, if I can build up an account to a certain amount, then then maybe like, maybe I can step away from this job that's like a grind that I don't enjoy. Maybe I can pursue a different opportunity. And that's what that's what money does. That's what cash does. Investments do for you. It gives you the ability to take advantage of, of opportunities when they present themselves. Okay, so I'm 30 years old, Eric, and okay, you you wish you were 30. I'm I'm close to it, but let's just go with 30. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay, on the wrong side of 30. Okay. Uh, okay. So we're, we're age 30, long, 30 years old. It, and I began investing $4,000, $4,000 okay. a year for 12 years. Did you pull the so, calculator oh, out? Are you doing some, no, some math? Here, no, I, I, I wish, I wish I would, okay. I, I could be that smart to do it in my head, but no. <laughs> All right. So you're 30 years old, 30 years old, and you're saving investing $4,000 a year, $4,000 a year. Okay. Over the course of the next 12 years. 12 years, so 30 to age 42. And I'm assuming that I'm earning an average of 10% annual return okay. every year. Okay. So you're investing $4,000 a year for 12 years. So for that 12-year period, you would have saved $48,000. $48,000. Okay. So I'm by the time you. I turn 65 years old, okay. I could have potentially accumulated or, or, or have $950,000 in my account. 950000 okay. So you saved for twelve years, then you stop putting money away and just let and just let it interest grow. do its work. Just Absolutely. let compound interest do its work. Correct. And we're assuming a ten percent return. So correct. You saved forty eight thousand dollars, and that forty eight thousand dollars turned into nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars at the age of sixty five. That is correct. Man, I wonder what would happen if you would have kept investing. Don't you wish you were thirty again? <laughs> oh, I wish I was. <laughs> but Man. these are the things so, that 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 I tell my children, you know, my two yeah. kids, my two older kids, um, you know, you got to start investing now. Yeah. Caitlin just, Caitlin just started her first job, uh, her first real job, um, career wise, uh, two weeks ago. And this is the conversation that we've had 20, yeah. she'll be 23 in April. My 15 year old last night or yesterday, I got a text. She goes, I want to, I want to start uh, trading stocks. The only way to learn is if I actually do it. I'm like, all right, cool. So last night we sat down and had a, a conversation about, you know, what kind of stocks do you want to invest in? And we talked about risk and big, safer stocks. And we talked about smaller, riskier stocks and, and, um, you know, the, the potential reward for the more risk you take. So, um, today we're going to, we're going to sit down and, and talk about compound interest and show her what investing can do for her at 15. If she just she takes her, she's like, I don't, how much, I don't have that much money to invest. I'm like, well, you babysit. Could you do like, do like 20 bucks a month? Yeah. That's at 15, 20 bucks a month. I mean, huge numbers when, when she's older, mm-hmm. huge numbers. 
So uh, that, okay, that so goes, that that goes with your your first thing, um, uh, your first goal. Uh, start investing now. As you yeah, mentioned, there, there were there yep. were three things that you were going to share things. with us. So the first one you said was start investing now. Yeah, that's right. What's your second? The second was invest regularly, consistently. Nice. Right? You want to know the third, huh? The the third, be patient. Be patient, uh, be patient because compounding works Are over time. Are you looking time. at my notes? Are you looking at my notes? <laughs> I can read your mind. We've been together for so long now. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, be patient. Yeah, compounding, that's right. Compounding works over time. Uh, money made hastily dwindles, but he who gathers little by little, little by little, little by little, over time, little by little, the accumulation of money over time, your money, earning money, earning money, earning money. I used to have a, a work with a CPA and he would say, it's like, it's like your money having babies and those babies having babies. And then those babies even having babies. I think there's a, there's actually a, cre a credit card commercial. I think it might be American Express. I'm not sure one of them. And the guy's at a pet store. Have you seen it? And he buys a rabbit. No. And then, and then like the screen, the, the camera pans away and it comes back and there's like multiple rabbits now. And then the camera pans away again. And there's like even more rabbits. Right. And then the camera pans away and there's like, like thousands of rabbits now. You know, the rabbits multiply. That's compounding interest right there. So um, be patient. Just like in the story of the penny, right? Patience, when we're talking about investing in time and return, pays off. So what's the takeaway, man? Takeaway is if, if, you, if you put off investing um, for a later date, you're not going to have what you could if you begin today. So rethink your strategy and, yep. and begin saving now. Start today. Start today. Yeah. Start today. You know, go on, look, go online and, and Google investment calculator and find a, a future value of money calculator, right? So they're all over the place. Just go online um, and you can see what the impact of saving a certain amount over time will actually have um, for you. Y'all, thanks for listening. Absolutely. Like if you Absolutely. find this, if you find this valuable, go ahead and, and share this with someone else. Go ahead and leave us a, a if you're on Apple. Leave us a review. Let us know what you think about the show. Let us know what you think about compound interest. Give us a, a, a rating. We'd love a, an honest rating of, of what you think of our show. Follow us. We're on all the major podcast listening apps, Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you are. You can find us, stuffaboutmoney.com. You can find us there. Y'all, compounding interest is powerful. Take advantage of it. Start today. That single grain of rice could become enough for dinner for the rest of your life. Boom. Mic drop. Certified financial planner, Xavier Angel. We're out. Have a good day. Information presented and discussed on the Stuff About Money podcast is for educational purposes only and does not constitute direct financial advice. Consult with a qualified financial advisor prior to implementing any strategies discussed. Eric Garcia and Xavier Angel's branch office is located in New Orleans, Louisiana. The branch phone number is 504-218-5479. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated. Member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through New Century Financial Group, LLC. A registered investment advisor not affiliated with Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated.